Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're here. It's a gloomy day. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess it is a gloomy day out here in Texas. We got some uh, low temperatures. So they closed down a lot of stuff. So we're here, and it's perfect because we are, I guess, in mourning or in remembrance <laughs> of the career that was TB12, Tom, Thomas Pat- Patrick Edwards Brady Jr., <laughs> a.k.a. They're Tom actually Brady. playing, uh, they're playing the right now, I was watching before we hopped on, the Eagles uh, Patriots Super Bowl, the, the, the first one that oh. we lost. And I was watching Donovan McNabb and Brian Westbrook and, and Terrell Owens. And that was that was the team that made me an Eagles fan. So it was cool to sit down and watch because obviously I was a lot younger then and I didn't really take it in. So it was cool to watch that. And I think NFL Network is the one that's running like a remember Tom Brady week long deal. So that was pretty neat. I I guess that's when you bandwagon on the, the Eagles as well. But that's another conversation for another day. Yeah, um, what was I like a child bandwagoning? I didn't even I couldn't spell bandwagon probably at that age. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> sure. So, you know, it, it it was one of those things where when it came out, I, I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. And it's funny because I feel like I texted you guys a day or two before the announcements a- announcement actually broke through. It, it was kind of sad. It was kind of sad. Yeah, because. It's just somebody you never it's not like we had a whole season in preparation of this. It's not he didn't yeah. have that farewell tour, you know, when Kobe RIP, when Kobe had his last season, you know, he had the farewell tour. We had a whole season to get ready for this moment. And we didn't really know until it happened, essentially. Yeah. I mean, we I I just assumed Tom Brady was gonna continue on forever. He'll be 48, still slinging the rock, trying to get in the Super Bowl contention for whatever team there is out there. But the expansion team in 2042, Tom yeah. Brady's still quarterback, mm-hmm. got his kids playing quarterback now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but here we are, 2022, February 2022. Tom Brady's called it quits, he's called it a career. And it's just crazy to think we were probably when he got drafted, we're about four or five years old when he got yeah. drafted. Um, shortly after, a year after or so, he won a Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl. Seven Super Bowls later, and a whole couple decades later, here we are. We're grown out of college and you know, figuring out our lives. But the whole time we had one constant Tom Brady in the NFL. So I want to ask you guys, what, what, what did Tom Brady mean to you? Like what? It's just cliche. I love it. The old cliche, because we, we are literally that generation where all our lives, literally all our lives for every, all our memories is Tom Brady. Being at quarterback in the NFL. That's all we know. 
Yeah. I, I have never known the game of football from what I can remember without Tom Brady. And and truly, you know, minus the last couple of years, without the Patriots being Super Bowl contenders every year because of Tom Brady. So, but I want to pass it to the guy we never hear from and the true Tom Brady Patriots fan. Uh, what it, the the question David posed? What do you think, Alejandro? What does he mean to you? Oh man, it means a lot, man. So uh, probably my favorite uh, sports person and person, dude. It means a lot. I mean, you grow up watching him the whole time, and he's just like hard work personified. Literally hard work personified. And then you see, uh, I sent David a clip on 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 Instagram that Gronk posted, dude. To see him win and have fun doing it with like people that like people love him, dude. Like you, you, you hear about like players being like, "Oh, I went to the Patriots. It was so hard," but they never bash Tom Brady. They say how hardworking he is, how he's a guy's guy, and dude, it, it honestly means a lot, dude. And it kind of sucks to to finally see him go. Yeah, were you dude, shocked when he retired? No, I, I wasn't really shocked. Uh, we talked about the the man in arena thing, and then I think that was the first time that like uh, whenever he got the suspension for the four games for uh, Deflate Gate, where he kind of like uh, where he says he went on a trip with Giselle, and that was like the first time that like he he took a step back from football, and then he he really got to spend time with family and just not worry about football. It was just all family, and you kind of got the sense because I mean he recorded it, and then he's he's talking back like looking back on like that situation. And you could kind of tell, like, in his tone of voice, that, like, okay, like, m- maybe, maybe it's starting to take the turn to, like, I need to focus more on family. Like, that was one of the, like, the, the turning points in his life where, where the realization of, like, okay, he sees his boys growing up, his boy and his girl growing up. And it's like, maybe it's time to take a step back from, uh, from football that, I mean, he dedicated his whole life to, dedicated more to his family. Yeah. And as you age, you know, you spend more and more time preparing to play. And keeping yeah. your body conditioned and all of the, you know, I saw the joke, you know, what is Tom Brady? I think it was Gronk. What is Tom Brady going to do when he retires? And it was probably more <laughs> pliability work. And I mean, but it's true because the amount of prep that goes into him to play at the level that he plays at, or he did play at, I should say, tier, um, is incredible. The commitment level is incredible. And what always strikes me, and this is similar with LeBron, is to go as long as he's gone and not be caught in anything that's truly controversial, like truly damning to his personality. Like he never came across and we're like, damn, like, you know, he's a bad guy. And I hate to do this, but like Michael Vick, you know, Michael Vick, you know, eventually came out that there was something shady he was doing in his personal life. And then we see athletes that have had mistakes, whether it be, you know, uh, adultery or physical violence or and to have a 20 plus year career and not have anything wrong. I mean, the probably the worst thing that he that came out personally about him. And again, separate from Deflategate, separate from the tar- all that stuff, all the Patriots stuff is probably him getting drunk on the tequila Rita's or whatever last year after he got off the boat and they had to like escort him off and he's. And he made that funny tweet and it just it kind of made you feel like, man, like he's he's just a dude. Like you said, he's a guy's guy. And I love that about him. But I I could keep going and going and going. But David, what did what did 
answer your own question because I'm, I'm struggling over here to re-ask it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, I think to me, he's just excellence personified. Um, he is the definition of anything is possible. There's no thing, nothing that's impossible, especially the accolades, the things that he's accomplished throughout his career. It, it won't ever be done again. It won't. It just, it absolutely, there's no way, no how, especially in a sport like football, where it's, it's so team oriented. You just have, you just need so many things from the top, top executive level down to just be great to win one Super Bowl, just one. And I, he just, he was able to, get seven Super Bowl rings while, you know, different, different eras too. It's not like he just won all seven, the first seven years and then kind of just dropped off. He won, he won three, one era, didn't win some for a little bit, came back, won another three and then moved teams and won another, another Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. And it's just the the things he accomplished, what he did. It's just that anything is possible. Anything mm. is possible, literally, um, because of what this man did. Like I said, if, if this was an individual sport or something of that nature, you know, it, you're going to have records, crazy records, every generation when there's a new generational talent. But in a sport like football, it takes. There's 52 guys on that team. Takes all 52, all the coaching staff, GM, et cetera, et cetera. And he was able to still win as often as he did with all those underlying factors that were out of his control. Yeah, man. And I, I mean, you, you hear the critics throughout his career say, you know, he was lucky because the defenses or the Nateri kick or you hear all these criticisms and then you st- take a step back and you think, man, like, okay, so you're, you're saying it's a team game and I understand that and I understand that this is the most important position on the field and this man has come back religiously to the Super Bowl, it felt like. I mean, what do you play in 10? I mean, for God's sake. you know, t- it, So 50% of his career was in the Super Bowl at the end of the year. And we've seen with LeBron going until June in basketball is exceedingly difficult and really 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 hard on your body to keep going and going and going and LeBron's another one that's like man like how does he keep going and the craziest thing to me well not the craziest but one of the crazy things is he could have kept going this is one of his best seasons man he could have straight up kept going if he wanted to I, he was he was a couple plays away from being in the Super Bowl I mean from from being having an opportunity to be in the Super Bowl I should say um, man, like what he means to me is having never known a game without Tom Brady, even down to when I was in sixth grade and I started playing football and I, and I wanted to play quarterback and the coach said, you know, go home and watch Tom Brady, like go home and watch, you know, how he does his five step, his seven step drop, watch how he looks for the, for the, the rushers, watch how he throws the out routes, watch. And to think about that as a sixth grader, like 11 years old or whatever, however old I would have been. And now I'm sitting here and he he played in the playoffs a month ago is crazy, 
crazy. Never known a game without Tom Brady. There will never be a player that can play that long and be that successful because you're right. Like to combine all of the elements of the 52 man roster, the coaching staff, the ownership, the GM, the, uh, the frops, everything. You're not going to get that kind of formula. It's similar to Jordan with his six rings. It's just, you're just not going to get that formula, that stretch like he did. You know, we see LeBron with the longevity and he's been able to capture rings, but could you imagine if he had like a structure like Tom Brady did? I mean, that's what's so unique is he was placed in such a great position and he was such a workhorse and Bill Belichick really just designed and and, and used his skill and maximized the opportunities that he had. And, and they worked perfectly as a duo. So I, I'm going to miss him incredibly. Uh, the game is in good hands, which is nice. Um, I, I'm happy to know that other teams have a chance now and I don't have to watch for Tom Brady every time the playoffs come around. On the flip side of that, I will miss two minutes left in the game, down six or, or seven, and Tom Brady gets the ball, and he's got to go 70 yards or 80 yards, and you just know. And it is, it's like I get goosebumps thinking about it. It's so cool to know that something is going to happen, and then he just delivers every single time he delivers. And it's – I don't care what the critics say, man. I don't care if it's luck. When you get the ball and and it's you're and it's two minutes left and you gotta go down and score, and the entire room, the entire nation knows that Tom Brady is gonna score. You're the greatest, man. You're the greatest. There is nothing that is gonna stop that man from scoring. And it was just amazing. There's nobody like that. Nobody. And there probably will never ever be anybody like that. So mm. disregarding the stats and all that, I don't even care. Watching that man play was just a, an honor. Yep. Also, you got to understand this guy. I mean, other than when he tore his ACL, uh, what year was that? 2011, 2012, one of those years. Um, and the four game suspension, obviously this dude, he didn't, he didn't miss a start, man. He didn't miss games. He not, he didn't sit out. He was there every game, every game, no matter what he was there. Um, you know, I still, I think one of the things, in my opinion, that really solidified his legacy was that incredible comeback, twenty-eight-three against Atlanta. I, I felt as if it was the equivalent of LeBron James when he came back down three-one against the Warriors, seventy-three win team. I feel like they're both very equivalent in which, like, that is your legacy is cemented there. Once, yeah. once that happened, once that happened, there was no even rational discussion about who was the greatest quarterback to ever do it. <clears throat> I mean, you still had haters out there saying, you know, Aaron Rodgers is talented, da, 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 this and that. Joe Montana. Joe Montana is like, this talent isn't there. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care how much talent you have. It's about what happens on the field. It's about the the what comes out on the field. And ultimately, Tom Brady was the master. He was the master of it. You even got guys like um, uh, Shannon Sharp. Not that Shannon Sharp was a Tom Brady hater, but obviously Skip Bayless is a Tom Brady lover, so he had to kind of be on the other side. And Shannon admitted himself, he's like, 
there won't ever be anybody like this. Um, he's like, I played the game. I, and I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. I gave it. He, I, he gave every every chance to Aaron Rodgers to kind of at least nudge him in that in just who is the greatest quarterback of all time. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers' ability to throw the football is just absolutely God given. But he's not Tom Brady. No, Brady is the kind. Um, I think you, there will, like I said, there will never be a quarterback like him. I mean, you see Patrick Mahomes and the struggles that Patrick Mahomes is dealing with right now for how talented he is. I mean, for four straight, four straight AFC championship games, only one Super Bowl. I mean, half of those are because of, well, two Super Tom Bowl appearances, <laughs> one Super Bowl win. Have those because of Tom Brady, so maybe he'll have some more success after he leaves. But it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And Tom Brady just made it look so easy. He made it look automatic. He did, man. And, and something that I think people don't put into the formula that they should is the 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 risk of injury that he faces on a play by play basis. Now I know the rules have changed to benefit the quarterbacks and they and they obviously aren't allowed to be hit as hard. That doesn't take away from the fact that 20 years ago when he started, the rules were different. And the fact that he made it all the way through and yeah, they started making rules based on him and keeping him in the game and all these I get all that. But it doesn't mean that we see we see athletes all the time that it, they're non-contact injuries. Like we saw, um, uh, help me with the Alabama receiver who tore his ACL in the national championship game. I already forgot his name. Williams. Williams. Thank you. And that non-contact injury just took the wrong step. You know, there there are situations that Lyman rolls over and rolls on your leg. And all of a sudden, you know, you tear your ACL, your MCL. And we saw Tom Brady go through something similar, you know, with his knee restructure, reconstruction. So... I, I don't think we'll ever see another player that lasts that long. Like just the sport itself is not built, not designed for a player to last 20 years. The average career span is three and a half, three and a half. What is, what does he go? Seven times that six times that length. I mean, come on. It, it's just, you're never going to see that on top of the fact that, like you said, just having the perfect pieces around him to put him in the position to win every year. Never going to happen again. And I wasn't a Patriots fan and I wasn't a Bucks fan, but I was a Tom Brady fan and I still am a Tom Brady fan. And I will miss him dearly just because of that simple fact of watching him get the ball with two minutes left. Dude, there is just never going to be anything like that. Never was there a more sure thing than him scoring a touchdown or at least getting some points out of it. It's, It's just... Never, greatest of all time. I we can we can sit here and debate if he's the greatest of any sport ever, because that's the level of success he had in football, and that's I you can't tell the story like I saw with the John Madden documentary. It's like if you if you can tell you're a legend, can they tell the story of football without your name in it? If they can't do that, then you're a legend, and you cannot tell the story of football without Tom Brady. So. You can't. You can't. Right. And and if it wasn't for Archie and Olivia Manning, I wonder how many 
freaking Super Bowls, more Super Bowls Tom Brady would have. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but one one of the things, though, uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's the greatest on the field, but as a role model, he's great off the field. I mean, he didn't have the best accolades, and this man was obsessed with like proving everybody wrong. He remembered all the quarterbacks that were drafted before him. And I and David mentioned earlier in the week, uh, how how like how how we reflect like the NFL, um, like the America reflects the NFL, and we do that a lot with the uh, with people we idolize, you know, like players and stuff. And I think that's a great person to idolize, and one of those things where everything could be stacked against you, and it doesn't matter because if you're like stuck on it, I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna work my ass off and like do whatever the fuck I need to do to become whatever I need to get good at. That's what else? I mean, what do you? What else do you need to do, man? Like, everything could go against you if you have that determination, and you're willing to fucking do your job. You could do anything, and I think that's that's one of the biggest things that Tom Brady would forever uh, leave, like with me personally as a fan. Hundred and ninety ninth player taken, dude. Seventh round. When do you? When do you? You're never gonna see that. You're never gonna see. 200 people taken before you and become the greatest. I mean, talk about grit. I don't understand the people that call them lucky. I, I get it, like, when you reach a certain point. But, dude, it's like Arnold Palmer said, man. The more you practice, the luckier, luckier you are, man. That's just how it is. They say it all the time in golf, man. You hit a shot, and all of a sudden, it's like, how did it do that? It was so lucky. Like, it, it goes this way, or it curls, and it goes, and it bounces out. Or It's like, man, like. Those guys are out there every day for eight you hours. Can't, can't luck your way into eight, seven Super Bowls. No. Super Bowl wins, five Super Bowl MVPs. You don't luck your way into that. No, that's, no. That's some shit. Yeah. That's, and luck plays crazy. a factor. Don't get me wrong. Like, luck plays a factor in everything. Like, every single celebrity that's ever become famous has a bit of luck in their fortune. Every single athlete, the ball bounces their way occasionally. They get lucky. But again, like luck is the byproduct of work. You don't you don't just get lucky. Like it, it, think about it like this: if you buy a lottery ticket, you can buy a million lottery tickets and not win. But then when you win one, you say, "I'm so lucky." You're not lucky. You bought a million lottery tickets and then you finally hit on one. It's not luck. That's more chance than anything. Like you like you get there's a chance that you get it. There's no external factors. But to say Tom Brady was lucky. He was lucky to be drafted 199th. He was lucky to be put in a system that was rigorous and worked exceptionally well with his mindset and his and his work, uh, his workflow and how he liked to do things. Bill Belichick, I, I keep hearing stuff that Bill Belichick didn't like him. Like wasn't his friend, wasn't nice to him, treated him all sorts of ways. So. I don't think he was very lucky. I think he was lucky he landed in that spot and then he made the most out of his opportunity just like anybody. Get a great job opportunity. All you got to do is work, make the most out of it. Also the fact that he won Super Bowls, multiple Super Bowls during multiple eras. So yeah. it's not like you could say, "Oh, you know, he didn't play in that era where, you know, he he would get hit." Da da da. I mean, yeah. that was the beginning. That was the beginning of his career. He played in that era, you know, and then you know, he still, even with how the game evolved and changed up until how it is now, still won. No, nothing changed. 
and this is just that that's just it that's i'm going out on that that's he won a super bowl in three different decades how crazy is that that's so crazy and it's not like we're talking 2009 2015 and then you know 2020 or 2021 it's like no like he won a super bowl in the early 2000s and then made it all the way here to 2022 before he retired it's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. We could keep going, but you know, we we had had a couple episodes this week uh, about football, and we hadn't mentioned Tom Brady, so we had to have at least a little segment where we, you know, said thank you to Tom Brady because David and I do like to uh, we do like to praise the man because he is the greatest of all time, and he'll go down as the greatest of all time. There's no doubt at all in that. Um, Never going to see anybody like it. Yeah. Greatest of all time. Two fans. You know where to find us. If you don't, open your Twitter app. Type in at Sliced Apples Pod. You'll see like two little apples. That's going to be us. Click the little follow button. You can click the bell and you'll know whenever we post episodes. Instagram. If you're not a Twitter user, you go on Instagram. Sliced Apples Podcast. And you know, if you're not on either of those, we're also on TikTok. And YouTube, all of them, Sliced Apples Podcast. Go check us out. We will see you next time.